Listen, Chad, I'm not telling you to get a dog. I know you <laughs> love to just find every reason why something won't work out, and I'm not interested in, in convincing you right now. <laughs> That's fair. I would love it's a dog. It's not that big of a deal. Point. Oh, would you? Well, let's think of 6,000 reasons why you, why it's a terrible idea first. Well, they're expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are they expensive? You, you, you mean to maintain? Yeah. I mean, if I think if you want to have a happy, healthy dog, it can that, be expensive. No, I don't care about that. <laughs> you just chain them to the backyard, put food out once or twice a day, and you're good to go. Yeah, I'll throw out my leftovers, uh, regardless of whether it's an old Pop-Tart, some pasta. <laughs> <laughs> my dog's never been happier. Um, All right, dude. Do you want to do this pod? Let's get Let's this going. Let's do it. Let's do it. Dining etiquette. I had to uh I have some bribe. top of the show things that we that we could talk about if you're perfect. interested in, just so you know. Yeah, perfect. I know you don't have any AMAs right now, which is sad. How have those been going? Actually, by the way? actually, Jared, I I technically don't, but I kind of do. So um so I've been having Please elaborate. It is, I'm it gonna is play now, the theme song under you. Go for it. Go for it. Do it. Go ahead though. Yeah, Jared. Well, it is now May, which means it's midterm May, Jared. So I am meeting one-on-one with over 200 students in my oral English class, uh, and we are having discussions for their oral midterms. So it's been, uh, it's been a fun experience, and uh, one component of the midterm is to have them ask me questions. So, oh, so I've so got some interesting ones. Yeah. All right, well, well, so we'll, we'll chat we'll about them. them maybe me. we'll save them for this episode. Maybe we'll save them for the next episode. We'll see. That's right. All Stay tuned. <laughs> I know you like to keep people on their toes. That's right. learning. Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today to talk about something incredibly important, especially as more people start getting out there and doing things in public, which is dining etiquette. We are here today to uh, give you some tips and tricks to save you from some absolute embarrassment if you are dining at some fine establishments. If you're visiting Asia for the first time, we'll have some tips for you as well. And uh, we'll certainly discuss some interesting dining etiquette from a different countries as well today. So without further ado, I have my man who knows all of the right dining etiquette and uh, who just oozes class, my good buddy, Jared. What's going on, Jared? Listen, Chad, I'm not going to disagree with you. Everything you said there is 100% correct. I do know a little bit about fine dining. I do know a little bit about class. I ooze it. This is not just a hoodie. This is a champion hoodie because that's right. If I'm going to buy something, I'm going to buy only the finest. You are um, a champion, Jared. Oh wow, thank you. That was that's a- <laughs> that's where we need the ham horns, my dude. I am. Is that where we need the ham horns? Near, 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 near. There you go. Oh, there we go. There you go. All right. Listen, Chad. I I I come to serve. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we need the hammer in there, but if you ask for it, I'll give it to you. Um, so uh, also, by the way, uh, follow us on uh, Instagram, just so you know. Chad said it once again. So we'll see because it's I'm, I'm going to give you one more challenge. Chad claims that he's going on the road again. Yes, I believe you might have heard last episode. If I was, I don't remember if I was nicer enough to take it out or leave. Oh, I did leave it in. I leave it left in at the very end. No one listened to it. I heard it though, <laughs> and I heard Chad say he was going to be going somewhere last weekend. Yet here we are, 
or this weekend. He said it last weekend about this weekend. Yet here we are. He's yeah, in here. His, we are. Cl- he's in his dining room at home, as you can see. But we're we're one step closer, Jared. One step closer. You know. God- and I keep telling you, you don't have to do this. You don't have to keep promising every week that you're going to do this. You could not say anything and then just do it. That's true. And then and then I would be shocked. But now, once you do do it, I'm like, yeah, you damn right. It's about time. <laughs> Um, but that's okay. It, we just have different styles, you know. I, I'm more of a. I, I've always been more of a don't say anything until it's done kind of person. Mm. I don't like to talk about stuff. I don't like to. Uh, oh, please, where you? You seem like you want to say then, something. There. Then we wouldn't have heard about my van for probably three months. People wouldn't even know that that's I have fine. one. Well, that's fine. You make it seem like they needed to know ASAP. People need to know, Jared. They need <laughs> they, to know. No one needed to know ASAP. Um, you were just excited, which is fine to talk about it. I'm not. I, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's and it's. It, but it's just. Um, you know, you keep promising trips, and, and so I, now I'm at the point. You know, it's boy cry who cried wolf level. You're gonna ca- tell me and be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm stranded in the woods. I need your help. Here are my coordinates, but that's all I can give you." And I can be like, "I don't have time for this bullshit. Leave me alone." You know? <laughs> I see how it is, Jared. <laughs> Only because I'm gonna be like, "There's no way he's in, he's in the woods. He's just messing with me now." Gotta um, keep you on your toes. I'm ask, let me ask you a question. Do you, Chad, mm-hmm. have a way to or a method? I guess I should say is the word I should be using to, of showering, shower, showering, uh, in, in, with your setup. Not yet. No, I, okay. I have not bought a portable shower yet. Do you have? Uh, oh, so but but your ex- expectation for is to go to campsites or whatever for the first couple of places where yeah. you can shower. Yeah, that's so forget plan. your flip flops. I ask because. Um, you know, maybe you don't even really need to shower. I, I saw on Twitter, on my trending stories, that uh, people are showering less these days due to the mm. pandemic, Chad. Have you heard about this? I haven't, but that doesn't surprise me. What, what what's Has there been an, uh, a change in your shower? Sho- I can't say that word. Showering habits? No. <laughs> I cannot say that word. Uh, there has not been a change. Seriously? Not really. I mean, I, I, well, I'm the type of person I like to take a shower right in the morning after I get up, kind of wakes me up, gets, gets mm. me going. You take there. cold showers? Once in a while, yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm a coward, dude. Yeah, you I, gotta, I, I'm a coward. I'm like a cat. You water, Jared, and showers. You know, wakes that's wakes your hilarious. ass up. That's that's what happens. You take those cold showers. You know. You know. You know. <laughs> they did that in Scrubs. You remember that in Scrubs, where they're all taking cold showers. It, cold showers is some sort of allusion to some sort of masturbatory reference, but I don't really understand that. I'm gonna oh, be the honest. Cold shower. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I mean, if you if you turn the water down enough, Jared. I mean, if it, the way it hits your body, it just makes your body shut down kind of oh, so i think so it's you shrivel too, up is what they're saying so it like yeah. prevents you from from uh i see okay yeah I, I, okay because there there is a whole do you remember that episode in scrubs yeah. there was like that whole joke about cold showers and i'm like i understand this is masturbatory related but i don't get it <laughs> and i don't think it was even an age thing because i still don't get it <laughs> right no i think it's just that like if you take a cold enough shower your body's instant reaction like if you were 
if you were uh, thinking about the ladies, let's just put it that way, mm. um, and then you hopped in the cold shower, like it would definitely get your mind off of it. Um, I see. Because they were doing yeah. that scream. Like they're all screaming, right. kind of like you did. And I was right. like, oh, does Chad get the joke? And I'm. Anyway, <laughs> I think my sho- sh- <sighs> shower. I think the amount of times I shower per week uh, has gone Once? down. I think in general. Uh, when I went into the office, it was a, a seven seven day a week affair, you know, okay. once a day. Um, so I well, you know, I'd say six to seven days a week. Maybe I wouldn't shower on a Friday or Saturday. Maybe that's fair. You know, six and a half days a week. Let's say. You know what my showers are going to be, Jared? Just got to go to some good lake places. Yeah. Then there Ugh. you go, <laughs> dude. You're gonna you do you're gonna come back with dreadlocks and smelling disgusting. I uh, now though. <laughs> I think um, we're counting proper showers, um, not lake showers. I'd say I'm probably, I'd say I'm at about four and a half. I'm going to say four and a half to five. How do you a take week. half a shower? I'm not saying I you take. You just half get a your shower. feet don't wet, you know how, and then and then. That's don't you know it? how math works, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I take half a shower. I'm saying that sometimes I take four a week. Sometimes I take five a week, but if at the end of the year you average that all out, and that's four point five. It's probably about four and a half. It probably would come out to four and a half. Pretty amazing, Jared. I'm not saying I take. I'm not saying I like. I'm not saying I just rinse off or just do half of my body, or I do like I'm counting whores baths where you <laughs> just do the the crucials. <laughs> you know, I'm saying. <laughs> That mathematically, if you were to give the a uh, 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 give the uh, the the mean, mm-hmm. if you were to give the mean of how many times per week I uh, shower, it would be four and a half. Okay, thank you for the math lesson, Jared. Who, who would have known <laughs> this would turn into a math lesson? <laughs> uh, <laughs> just to clarify, uh, I was just curious because because I I, I wonder. I do. It just made me think if, if like the the you know the water gritter or whatever the gas grit has seen like a difference in usage, but maybe not. Maybe it equals out because people are also home more often, so there's maybe more right. use of like heat and stuff like that. Could be um, or like or like the sinks for for other reasons or like the bathrooms and stuff. But um, I certainly I certainly shower on more of a as needed basis it feels like you know like i'm not as i i I couldn't i couldn't i couldn't just quickly tell you the last like if i shower honestly i couldn't tell you if i i might have but i couldn't tell you if i showered this morning or yesterday but it was one of those i showered both of those and uh, (laughs) um and I, but I, I, I think that I like it. I think this is this is another benefit of of working from home, is that just showering less. I think people overshower. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And well, you're a perfect I might, example. I might turn into a, I might turn into a dirty hippie after spending some time out on the road with this van, Jared. We'll have to see. <laughs> we'll have to see. They, I did see. It's funny. I guess Facebook has been reading my mind or something because mm. I've been getting ads now on Facebook for like. Portable showers, camping showers, all, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. They know. They know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they see what you're buying. They're like, oh, this right. person thinks they're going somewhere next week. Let's sell them <laughs> some more stuff. Uh, and then they'll buy it, and then they won't go that to that place because they'll need the shower before they go. That's right. Um, uh, well, I'm, I'm glad at the very least, I'm confident that you will be going in two weeks. Are you? Do, so when you go in two weeks, 
because uh, once again, because I'm not even going to say it. I don't even have to say this. I don't have to be rude. Say but um, be I was going to say because Jerry. you have the safety net of other people there mm-hmm. uh, just in case anything goes wrong, you know. Um, which is fine. Which is fine. I'm not. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, I got my hatchet, Jared. I'll be fine. Yeah, be careful with that. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I am excited to at least get a, a, some feedback on what it's like to camp in the van. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. All right. All right. Uh, do you want to bring up any of these AMAs? Oh no, let's just let's let's get to some untranslatables. I don't realize how long we've been uh, rambling. rambling here. <laughs> let's do it. And untranslatables are idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms that don't always translate on a one-to-one basis into English, and that is the tried-and-true untranslatable owl. And uh, I will get us started today, Jared, with a Chinese untranslatable phrase today, which is uh, 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 xiang. Jared, means to eat uh, smelling good or fragrance, to eat fragrance. To eat fragrance. Mm-hmm. So, does that, w- would would that be like to eat something that smells good? Yes. Is that what they mean by to eat fragrance? I believe so. Is that just like to treat yourself to the finest cuisines? Not quite. Let me uh, let me give you this example here. Let me try something to spicy. Say uh, no, let me try to say this in Chinese. <laughs> I'm sure I'll mess it up, but then I'll give you the English translation here. Ta de wai yu neng. Li Hung uh, Chang, which is uh, he is fluent in foreign languages. Yin Si Zai Zhao Gong Zhuo Shi Fai Chang Chi Shang. So uh, he's fluent in foreign languages, therefore, he is um, eating uh, fragrance. Or, or uh, he's uh, maybe this is a better translation. He's fluent in foreign languages. Um, and when he applies for jobs, he will be eating uh, fragrances. He's like eating fragrances. Is that like to have a lot of options to be I'll, in like high I, demand? I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah. To be mm. much sought after is what they say here. Or to be very valued or to mm. have a great advantage to eat fragrance. All right. I have another Tongan one for you. And it's uh, Atika Mansi. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. No, that was right. But let me start over because I threw myself off a little bit. Um, Atika mansi atatque buyoleke. Once water spills, you cannot gather it again. Uh, can't cry over spilled milk. What does that mean? Means it's happened. You can't can't stress about it. Yeah, sure. Something's bad. Something bad has happened, and it's not, and it's irreversible. Mm-hmm. Irreversible. Yeah, irreversible. Irreversible. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Yes. All right. Nice. Well, let me uh, let me give you another Chinese untranslatable. Chao yo yu, which means uh, stir fry or or stir fry squid or fried squid. Stir fried squid. Or just fry. I think fried squid makes more sense. I see you went with a food themed. I did. Wow, that's very clever. I know you're just waiting to do this um, segue. You're already. <laughs> <laughs> you should already be thinking about it. I know you're not, but you should be. Um, well, I have more untranslatables, but yeah. Yeah, hold on. Uh, let me see. Uh, um, <laughs> um, 
fried squid is that like a like a jumbled brain like a, someone that's clueless my brain is fried squid uh no not quite you could say for example um you know jared jared is often uh late to his job and uh because of that he was fried squid Oh, it's like getting in trouble. Oh, like I'm fried squid. Even worse. Oh, you're fried squid. Like to get reamed, to get Even reamed worse. out. Oh, you're fired? Yes, sir. You're you're, oh, you're, you're, you're fired. You're fried, uh, you're, you're fried squid. Yep. I gotcha. Okay. I like that. That that sounds almost like, a old, like an old school, like you're fried squid. You, you hear me? You're fried squid. Right. You know, like outside of a, a New York high, 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 high moving financial um you know anyway get out of here one. you fried squid you, you fried squid you hear me you fried squid my next untranslatable is catalan and it's el mes calent es a la guerra la guerra la guerra la guerra <laughs> one more time <laughs> el mes calent es a la guerra there we go sergio aguera but he's Aguero, it's, mm-hmm. it's not Aguero. <laughs> yeah, almost made me spit uh, out my water. <laughs> uh, the hottest things are still on uh, the sink. Uh, it means you need to pay attention to the most important things, like the most recent things, the most current things. You not need to really, live in the moment. Really. Live not in really. the moment. Listen, no? Chad, people come to me and they say, Jared, you've done it all. Wow, how... Do you live so lavishly? Chad is is you let Chad even live in your dining room of your spare home? That's very nice of you. And I, I say to them, listen, the hottest things are still on the sink. Like it's uh, it's no big deal. Oh, here, let me keep going. They're like, wow, you 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 have everything. You've done everything, and now you're uh, you're donating to charities. You're saving small to communities be all around the world. Uh, and I say, no, and I say, I say, hey, the smallest is still on the sink. And they, hey, what's next, Jared? What's next? And I say, the hottest things are still on the sink. Like, uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, the most important things have yet to be done. Oh, I see. Okay. I still got more, you know? There's okay. more coming. The hottest things are nice. still on the sink. That's they right. have oh, not been. That makes more sense now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me hit you with uh, some Italiano. Uh, essere alla frutta. To be Something at the about, fruit. Uh, to be at the cutting edge. I'm at the fruit. Uh, I'm at the fruit of it, baby. I see what's going on, baby. I would say it's probably the opposite of that, I would say. I'm at the fruit. I'm at the shit end of it. How has this always happened to me? I'm there at the fruit go. of this shit. Yeah. Okay. It means to be at rock bottom. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm at the fruit. <laughs> oh, I feel better now. Never mind. There we go. There All right, we Chad, go. Do your do your segue. Um, well, speaking I of fruit, you, speaking of being at rock bottom, Jared, uh, <laughs> you need to tune into our episode about uh, dining oh, etiquette because bitch. if you make some of these mistakes, you might feel like you're at rock bottom. Or hey, if you uh, you irritate your boss at your company dinner, you might uh, uh, hit rock bottom as well because because you become fried squid. So let's get into it today, Jared, and talk about dining etiquette. Um, you know, and the the fascinating the fascinating thing about dining etiquette is, you know, depending on where you are, it can vary so much, right? Mm-hmm. Like if mm-hmm. if you were at a burger joint with your friends. Kind of almost anything goes. You know, you can eat with your hands. 
you can to talk a loudly. Extent, well, right. Because, for example, just just a random example, farting uh, <laughs> is still probably off limits. That's but fair. If, and this is something I actually I haven't looked up. I don't know the answer to. But I always heard, and this might be offensive. I, now that I think about this, you might need. But to I Google, don't know why go, it would go, be. Google it before but you I say it. But I always Jared. heard as a kid that, like in certain uh, cultures, farting was like a. Uh, Farting was like a sign of like a res- not respect, but like um, you enjoyed the this meal. This was great, yeah. Or like <laughs> right. burp, like burping and farting is not offensive. It's like listen, this is great, and it, it, this these are gr- but uh. So I would still say that there is there is still some etiquette there, you know. Right. Um, and also there's 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 etiquette. Eti- uh, maybe the etiquette might not be like how like uh like a respectability thing, but there is still an etiquette where. Um, if you're at like said burger joint, I think people will look at you weird if you were eating your burger with a fork and knife. Yeah. Or chopsticks. Yeah. That would be impressive. Give you, right. That would be very <laughs> impressive. Uh, very, very impressive. That would. <laughs> I, so I, so I still think that etiquette still like, even though like you might, I know you like to shit on America and all that stuff. It's fun. Sure. Even though you might consider these, you know, dive bar dur- burger joints the bottom of the barrel as far as like class and luxury goes. At the fruit, Jared. There is still, <laughs> there is. Still, I'm at the fruit. I'm eating at this place. There is still a level of etiquette where people will look at you weird for for certain behavior, right? Or even if you like, maybe people will look at you weird if you like. Uh, well, maybe not if you put your napkin in your lap. I don't think that's. I don't think that's that weird. Even in, right. e- like uh, even at like a burger joint. Probably not. I think the key about etiquette, Jared, is etiquette is knowing what to do and certainly what not to do because i think sometimes that is just as important as knowing what to do because uh yeah like i know uh, i was watching a video with my students a couple years ago when i was in the czech republic and we watched this video where uh conan o'brien ended up going down south for like uh, hospitality training or or like gentleman's training or i don't even remember what it was Mm -hmm. Um, it might have been etiquette uh, training or like manners or school or something but anyways they were sitting at this fancy table and they had all these different like forks and spoons and plates and it was so funny you know watching conan try to figure out what the correct utensil to use was and all that stuff because if you don't grow up in that type of culture you're not going to know yeah i've done that before i've been in one of those classes really yeah so what can you teach us today jared when i was a kid I was in um, something called uh, Jack and Jill. You don't know anything about that, um, which is fine. You should. What's, what's that supposed to for be for the James? best? <laughs> Chad, tell us about Jack and Jill. What do you know about Jack and Jill besides for that they went up the hill to they, catch I a pail of water? I was just gonna say they went up the hill. Other than that, what do you know about the, about uh, Jack and Jill? Sounds like a rich people's school. That's what it sounds like to me, Jared. I don't You're know. right, Chad. But it is sort of a rich person thing. But it's specifically more of like a it's a black person thing. Uh-huh. But it is sort of like a it is sort of like still sort of like a snooty sort of thing to be okay. clear. It's like, um, but it is like um like a I don't know what I don't even know what you Jack call and it. Jill. Like hmm. a like a association, like a group. And and it's essentially just like like about like it's you know what it is? Here is what it is to me now now that I'm out of it and I did it as a kid. It's very respectability politics. Do you know what that is, Chad? I mean I I understand what those words mean i guess but you want to 
Give you us a little bit no, more yes, insight. You can just say no. It's okay. You don't have to know what it means. <laughs> Respectability politics would just be how to you don't treat have to know people in certain situations, no, 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 no. right? No? No. So respectability politics is this is this idea of like, um, like if you're like some sort of minority, mm-hmm. it's like what you have to do so the oh, so like the I, okay. white people don't so like like for example like uh bill cosby used to be like don't sag your pants don't right. swear um you know tuck in your shirt or whatever that sort of stuff is respectability politics it's like this okay. is what you do so like the white people don't uh think of you as less than but now and it's if sort of you... like a false idea because it's like no matter what you do it, it doesn't matter really now if you were to do that all the time though um Aren't there aren't there like a lot of people probably in the black community who might call somebody like corny or or weird if you like uh, did that all the time? But it's not well that uh I listen, I have no idea. I don't even I don't even know how to answer that question. I mean there I don't I don't know. I I don't I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But um respectability politics is it's it's like this idea of like this what you have to do essentially so like you don't get you know you don't catch the ire of the white person um which i think we've has been proven as sort of a false idea that no matter like wearing a suit does not stop you from getting pulled over by the police or whatever um but anyway so but you know it, it is all like this sort of it's not all bad i don't i don't mean to shit on it fully like jack and jill like it's but it is sort of like this uh, like black uh, excellent sort of idea and it's like and so one of the classes I did uh, as a kid was this etiquette class and they teach you like you know the proper ways to uh, that that you know like the official rules to uh, to dining okay I don't remember all of them I don't remember most of them I remember you know they taught you like let's see if I remember well can you know, I it's ask like, you this Jared are there like a Jared's top five? Dining etiquette rules. I, I I'm not a big fan of uh, assigning top numbers to it because um I don't even know if I could think of five. Okay. Um, but I'll 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 tell you the ones I can think of. I'm not going to give you a top five because that makes it seem like I have much a lot more than five that I could think of. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> top five is five period. Let alone top five is pushing it. Um, so no, I'm, I'll just tell you what I can remember from it. <laughs> I remember specifically the one that I comes to mind is you always pass stuff to the left. Yay. Um, could you, you could actually, since you don't know any, you could actually pull, could you just pull up like the official like etiquette rules or something? I know why you're pulling it up. You're not going to listen to me, but that's okay. I'll just go through some of them. Why did you um, say, oh, is that like a pass the weed to the left kind of thing? Is no. that why you did the ice cube? Yay, yay. No, because, I, oh. because we're both left-handed. <laughs> oh. We're both left-handed. Like, I thought that was maybe some sort of like Snoop Dogg reference or something that I nope. wasn't catching. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, uh, okay. Shout out to Snoop Dogg. I was no. like, is this some sort of pass the duchy to the left reference that I'm not catching here? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So you always pass to the left. And I just remember that specifically because I remember. Uh, first of all, here's the what is it? A juxtaposition? Maybe like these two things don't belong together. I remember asking someone to pass me to pass me the ranch, please. Would you mm-hmm. please pass me the ranch, kind of ma'am? Right. And um, this person was sitting to the right of me. Uh oh. Uh wait. No, they're sitting to the left of me. 
not the right of me because the left of me if it was the right of me then they pass it to the left and it would be to me right they were sitting to the left of me so they had to pass it to their left and this was a table of like 10 plus people had to go all the way around (laughs) no well we didn't we're like this is stupid i'm like just just hand me the fucking uh." i mean i I don't know if i said those words because i was like my ranch like (laughs) 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 pass it to the right because then they're gonna pass it around and someone's gonna be like, "Oh, I want some more ranch." Oh, that's a good idea. And then no ranch for Jared. None. Pass me the ranch to the right. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's what I said. No. Jared failed out of Jack and Jill so after I the remember, first class. <laughs> I remember you passed to the left, passed the duchy to the left. That's how they taught us to remember it. And Jack and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Um, You're going to get some angry emails from the Jack and Jill Foundation. um, Dear sir. (laughs) I also remember... I also remember the sort of the placement, but I feel like I remember this more from my parents than I do from Jack and Jill, but I'm sure it came up during this. The placement of the utensils, you know, mm-hmm. the, the thing that's going to be used first is always on the outside. You have your forks on the left. You have your spoon and knife on the right, I believe. How's that sound? Are you looking this up? I am looking this up. How does that sound? It doesn't say anything about that on the list I found. All right, you put your glass on the right side, I believe, in front of the fork and and uh, and knife, and then all excuse me, not fork and knife, in front of the fork and sp- knife and spoon. Um, you got to obviously put your napkin on your lap when you sit down. Another one, and this is another one. I don't know if my parents just drilled this into me. My dad specifically, I should say, mm-hmm. or I learned this at Jack and Jill as well. Don't put your elbows on the table. None of, not, n- don't sit. You know, don't sit like this. Mm-hmm. Where you, don't sit. You know, with your uh, hands under your uh, chin. Uh, none of that. No supporting your head. You lazy ass. This isn't nap time. This is dinner time. Yeah. This is what? What are you? Are you relaxing? You idiot. Um, and then there's. I, I don't know if they. I don't remember if they taught you stuff like. Like you know, uh, when you when a when a lady approaches, you stand. Or I don't I don't remember if they taught that sort of stuff. Um, or like I don't remember what the etiquette is on the if if uh, if, if uh, like you got to pee. You know, hey, listen, I gotta go Ooh, take a piss. That one, that one I gotta is go on the list. The main yet. vein. This <laughs> <laughs> so that one is on the list. Is that what actually. they say to do? That's number nine. Ooh, it says never your boy's say. Been drinking, baby. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I am never lit. say <laughs> you are going to the restroom. If you have to leave to use the restroom, please just excuse yourself. No mm. need to say why. So there you go. Pardon. Pardon me. I gotta take a deuce. <laughs> Ooh, uh, it's crowning. It's crowning. <laughs> Gotta go. Uh, yeah, There's that makes a, sense. I mean, that makes there sense. there a turtle head? I don't see a pond around here anywhere. Um, <laughs> um, what sort of other... Uh, what sort right, of let other me give you the list. I got sort 11. Of all I can think of at the top of my head. I have a list of 11 um, here. Okay. And this is from Food and Wine. So they probably um, My dad know. actually subscribes to the magazine. No joke. He has back issues going back to like... The early, the late 80s. Nice. Food and wine magazines. Nice. Well, well, there we go. So we know this is reputable, (laughs) Jared. So number one, if you are in a formal dining situation, the menu should never be fully lifted off the table. Uh, The menu should always be Mm. touching the table in one place. Uh, Ah, so so you can, you can't elevate it. Right. But you got to have like, if you elevate it, still have the two touch points at the, uh, yeah, unless you, what, unless you're reading it sideways. 
Right. Never fully lifted off the table. Interesting. Yep. I get that, though. That, here's, is, that does here's, sound unclassy. <laughs> here's one rule, Jared, that I have certainly broken. Once mm. you sip from a glass, you must sip from the exact same place on that glass that's stupid. for the rest of the evening. First of all, that that's a sexist, because I imagine that leans more towards women regarding Ladies. their lipstick mark, not putting multiple lipstick marks on a uh, on a glass. Um, and that's dumb. What? Ugh. All right, right, keep going, keep going, keep going. I don't uh, need to be this angry. Don't this clink, not even for the gram, Jared. Uh, clinking cheers that. could damage the glass. I mean, have you seen how thin some of those wine glasses are? Clinking uh, is very unclassy. I agree with that. That's right. Keep it classy. Keep it. Uh, I mean, and when you think of clinking, you think of like a bunch of like drunken Germans at at Oktoberfest, like <laughs> or like slamming like beer, sloshing out. Prost! <laughs> Just smacking yeah. each other in the face. But that, with that's their like moss. an inch thick, you know, inch thick glass mosses, you know, right. and they're like they're made to be slammed together. But that's not a classy affair. No one's pretending that exactly. that's a classy affair. Exactly. Uh, never ask for an oyster fork. Never ask like for that, an oyster fork? Yep. If Why would you ask for an oyster? If there's no oyster fork on the table, don't ask for one. The They've lack of oyster fork means that the oyster is already loosened and ready to go. Mm. See, if Chad, for some you reason, that? Right. By the way, let's not just skip over the fact that I properly analyzed that these oysters would already be pre-loosened. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, see what I missed out not going to Jack and Jill, Jerry? Uh, <laughs> you still, would never yeah. be accepted, you cracker. That's, That's true. That's what we I call wouldn't. you. The crackers I'm say. Sure, I'm sure, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. No, wait, I'm kidding. We, uh, it wasn't like that. Uh, that's not true. We won't pay attention what, to people? you guys. Yeah. How, how to the appe- there's a whole. We had a whole another lesson on how to appease the whats. That's right. And that's why I'm able to have this conversation with you right now. Exactly. The whole Thank podcast. Thank you, Jack and Jill. I told you it's not all bad. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. We're actually... You're uh, right. They're coming after me now. We're low-key <laughs> sponsored by them, Jared. Uh, they've been keeping the podcast alive since episode one. I'm going to have right, some Jared. Jack and Jill spies like, breaking into my house and just assassinating me. It's like, yep. you've said too much, you idiot. Yep. We've had to take them out. But they'll, but they'll at least do it while you're eating dinner and you uh, aren't clinking your wine yeah. glasses and you're not using an oyster fork or asking for one. <laughs> um, all right, Jared, rule number five, keep the rim of your plate as clean as possible, which, yeah. I mean, this mm-hmm. makes sense, you know, yeah. for, for you and for the service staff. That makes sense. Place it's not the about discards. the service staff. None of this is about the service staff. And this never, literally says this is out of respect for the service yeah. staff who has to clean the plates. That's a lie. <laughs> Okay. I don't care what they say. That's a lie. It is not for the service staff. No, these rich. Do you think, Chad? These rich people at a restaurant like you're at right now give a shit about the serving the serving staff? That's a hilarious notion. Uh, they do it. It's it's a sign mm, Phoebe, of Phoebe. Look at these peasants waiting waiting our tables. It's uh, <laughs> um, no, because they have the class not to say that. Also. Uh, <laughs> these people are people just like us <laughs> that's what they do <laughs> oh thank you um, sir is that last no, no, no. season's it's, armani the reason you keep your plate clean is it's a sign of your own cleanliness mm. that's what it is it has nothing to do with because first of all what what difference does it make whether there's a little bit of ajou on the outer rim of your plate or not? They're going to put it in some sort of shitty industrial uh, dishwasher anyway. 
It, it makes no difference. It's not like now that there's some juice on the outside, they're like, oh my gosh, now I got to spend an extra 14 minutes cleaning this. This person left a little uh, uh, aioli on the outside of this plate. Well, how dare they? It has nothing to do with the serving staff. Okay. It's a, it's a symbol right. of your own cleanliness, a okay. symbol of your own order and structure and awareness, which is very classy to these people. I'm Someone's walking into the restaurant behind you, by the way. You might want to attend to that. That's all right. They, they, <laughs> that's all right. The, the last last couple I left a bunch the of staff. I didn't last, think you were actually uh, eating there. Right. Well, the last couple <laughs> left a lot of uh, junk on the rim of their plate, and uh, you know I had to clean it, <laughs> yeah. clean it off my fancy uh, they better wait staff hoodie here. Um, nope, it was they just welcome rounded to El Basset owned. Exactly. Uh, number six, Jared, place the discards on the upper left part of your plate. Did they teach you that? The discards? So like any, like if you have a lemon mm. rind, if you have some uh, bones. I, I have not heard that one before. I've okay. not heard that one. Do they have one regarding when you're done with the meal, where do you place your, your utensils? That's another one I learned that I'll give you. Okay. Maybe well, they have it in there. Maybe they don't, but let me give it first. Let okay. me give it first because obviously the list, we're going to assume that that's gospel. Let's see mm-hmm. if I know anything. You know. Okay, let's see. This Jared. is about us, Chad. This is not about some lists. You know I hate lists. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, when you're done with the with your meal, what I've seen the uncultured swine do is they'll take their fork and knife, place it on the uh, corner of their plate, uh, vented where it's touching the table and the mm-hmm. plate, you know, sort of thing, you know, where the, the eaten part is on the plate. And then right. the, but the proper thing that I've been taught to do by the cultured swine is the <laughs> <laughs> I like my bacon cultured. What can I say? I'm a classy man. Oh, it's cured. That's actually, it's not mm. cultured. Cult, uh, cu- culturing is like a, a, a dairy pr- uh, You like your thing. eggs fertilized. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, is to uh, place them uh, parallel to one another uh, into the plate. Okay. Uh, like, uh, um, and that, that's Isn't that what they uh, do usually in to Europe the side. Too? Listen, Chad. Uh, if if that's where the, I I I my, a lot of my training not to brag has been European based. So that's if that's fair. what they do in Europe, then that's what they do in Europe. You hey, know we, another one. We, actually, we allow some humble brags like that, Jared. That's I'm not okay. even bragging. I didn't know that was a Europe. So what do they do in the U.S.? Are you looking at a U.S. centric list? Well, of is, what to do? Is, is food and wine U.S. centric? I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. So it's, a, I, it's I like it's so. an American publication, I believe. Well, I just remember seeing that in Europe, and that's where I, that's where i remember that from i remember when i moved back from germany i would i would get a lot of um commentary on how i held my utensils okay uh in uh, uh food and wine by the way is an american publication just to be just to be clear it uh, oh geez all right well now i i, I question it's authentic uh, it's um authenticity how much they know about class because it's based in birmingham alabama no i'm just kidding actually this <laughs> i think this is south I, i'm kidding because i think the south is actually got perfect the society for exactly fine I think dining be, actually where you're at right now looks super southern like just gaudy and i think the, the south is actually perfect because uh they they do have like they're very like uh yeah i think it's perfect i'm not even i don't even mean to insult the south but anyway um what i would do is I would have a I have a system where I have a constant, uh, you know I'm left-handed, so usually fork in the right hand, mm-hmm. knife in the left hand. That's how you cut things. 
And then you work where you cut and slide and do the back. I don't really do it as much anymore, maybe. Maybe I'm getting out of the habit of it. And then you sort of just have a constant two-hand situation. I feel like that is maybe a very European thing. And I think I did pick that up from Europe because I don't think I did it. I certainly didn't do it before that. I moved to Europe. I moved to Germany when I was 11. So before that, I did it where I like I probably cut everything first like a six year old uh, and then, uh, you know, and then ate it. Um, but I think I did sort of adopt the constant two hand thing. And when I came back to the U.S., people I, I, I was actually shocked at how many comments I got on. Uh, like legitimate skills like, uh, not i don't know if they call it a skill but i'd be like well why do you eat like like more like a whoa you hold it with both hands like that and i'm like oh, i guess so I, I never never really thought about it oh you peasants eating so abnormally i'm sure that's what was going on I, in your I, mind right i have no problem with the switch back and forth um i understand it Oh, I will tell you, I do slightly look down upon, as I mentioned a second ago, those, that, and I actually have a friend that does it, and I do look down upon him. I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. Brad, I look down upon you for doing this. For, uh, he does the thing where he does like the cut, ev- cut all the pieces first, okay, and then proceeds with eating his meal. And hmm. that feels like the child's way to eat. Okay. Is that That's what you fair. do, Chad? Hell no, I don't cut everything okay, first. Okay. <laughs> no, the no, way no. you weren't responding made it seem like you were just gonna let me leave that there and like not even mention that that's what you do. You're like, okay, moving on. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, this is awkward. I- I'm very curious, Chad. Um, you know, you've been to, you've lived in, you spent time in Germany, you spent time in Czech Republic. Th- that that sort of dining etiquette, I, I personally. I'm I'm pretty used to like the mm-hmm. idea of dining in Czech in Czech Republic when I went there for the first time when I visited you two years ago. You know, it wasn't there was no sort of intimidation to the etiquette of eating because it, it's no really different than than Germany for the most part. Well, that's because we weren't slamming Slivovica shots. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I would have gotten different fast if we. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> but I'm curious what it was like in China where so much is so different. Um, regarding eating, you know, utensils, regarding mm-hmm. uh, just culture in general. First of all, a question I have for you, napkins. How does that work? That's a good question. It Well, it depends on the the quality of establishment and the type of place you go to. Like, for example... Imagine you're at were, a... Uh, not, it doesn't have to be classy like what you're sitting in right now, but mm-hmm. like we're, if we're talking dining, imagine you're like a sit-down establishment. Right. Or you are taking maybe like a girlfriend at least for like for a, some level of wanting to impress, uh, you know. Well, if you go to like a lot of the fancier places in in China that I went to were more quote unquote westernized. Like I went ah, to a that's what really I th- nice would think. Yep. Yep. So like the really the nice steakhouse. Do for they example. not consider? I'm sorry for talking over you. You're good. Do they not consider uh, like Chinese food a fancy cuisine well, in China? So- I, I was gonna get there. So with okay, okay. with um so in in China the there are certainly some more fine dining type of Chinese places. Uh, sure. And the and the I would say the main difference between these places versus like just a more average Chinese you know restaurant to go like for dinner would mm-hmm. be number one a lot of these places they just have more formalities in terms of like you you can't just some places you can't just walk in and there's they a table you have like to a- call first and reserve one. Um, just the, the, like the display of dishes, like just the workmanship and it looks like a piece of art, you know, 
Um, Did you see what I was doing that we're moving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lifting up the. the... <laughs> I don't know. Well, As that's I how, it, that's like, how they know. serve it, though. Like, yeah. I went to a nicer Chinese restaurant in Jinan, and that's how they serve things. They mm-hmm. brought out, they literally they rolled it on a cart. It was like a chrome cart, basically. They rolled all this food on. Um, and they it was really beautifully Republic, they, did in, they did that in uh, what? Oh, Republic? yeah, in uh, Republica. Republica. Yeah, yeah, Republica. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, and so, so that's, I, I mean that's just a classic. of fine dining, aren't we, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Chad, I never told you, you. I never said you weren't. Uh, I never once said you weren't. That's um, fair, but it it is certainly a different experience in China as well, Jared. Because even a lot of the nicer Chinese restaurants, they have generally most of the tables they're they're round tables, and they have these round glass turnstiles, kind of like a, a lazy Susan is mm. what we would call it, right? Right. But in general, China is more of a, the, the, the food culture is more of a sharing culture in general. Like, right. Which is like what the quote I unquote loved. family style. Right. Which was super awesome. Cause so some of the nicer Chinese restaurants we went out to, it was like after a workshop or, or, you know, doing something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I had the good fortune of going out with, you know, some like really high ups at these universities in some of these towns. Of course they're very well connected. So, you know, we had I, like a back table at this really nice restaurant um and the, and the other thing you can tell as well jared the difference between a really nice chinese place in china versus like a more average is the quality of chopsticks mm. so so you can get some really nice chopsticks at a fancy so, restaurant yeah we've talked about this before we do know that different chopstick countries use different material chopsticks generally correct so i remember you saying korea tends to be a metal chopstick place because they have a lot of sauces and stuff so it's china is it is it more like uh like the quality of wood or like maybe there's designs in well, it or something some sort of it, well, art, sure, artistry to sure. it sure they have ones that have like some ornamentation on them but then they have these other ones that i don't know if it's made out of stone or or plastic or what but they're black Mm. Um, but see the other difference with Chinese chopsticks and Korean chopsticks and Japanese chopsticks, if I remember correctly, a lot of the nicer Chinese restaurants that I went to, the chopsticks were more of a square shape, whereas a lot of the Korean and Japanese ones are a bit more rounded. So Mm. that's another difference. Um, but yeah, and the other thing too, Jared, that I wanted to mention during today's episode, I know it's kind of obvious, but I think it's still worth mentioning is that. Um, another big aspect of dining etiquette is like knowing the dress code a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. um, like you don't want to, you know, waltz into a fancy restaurant wearing your tank top and your and your uh, board shorts. <laughs> you know, that's probably not going to go over well. What's it like in, in China as far as making sure you're properly dressed for the well, occasion? I had I had a button down on and a sport coat and usually a pair of slacks and there were never any issues there. I got you. I got you. Are they? Are they a? a uh, this is a g- huge, obviously, generalization. But did you find like a lot of? Is was there a lot of like um, sort of uh, what is it? Pomp and circum- circumstance to dining. Was that is is that like a huge part of, of the the culture? Sort of that etiquette. Uh, it, or it, that that it experience. Can it can be. It feels yeah. like because I, I only ask because I feel like the the that, that that quote unquote family style culture like does lead to more like um i don't know i i i, I like it in it's theory great. even though i hate the idea of sharing i i especially if but you're think about how many more dishes you can try because of yeah. it yeah that's uh, yeah. why i mean i just don't like pre, other people's pre-corona time i would say it was a great great way to eat 
I think I just get a little grossed out by other people like other people's utensils in in my in in my in the food that I'm eating too, you know. Right. And I think that was even the case pre-corona times, not to brag. Right. I was still disgusted by that. Now, um, one thing as well, speaking of mm-hmm. uh, Chinese fine dining, what you should also not do is pass something to someone via your chopsticks to theirs. Um, it's more yeah, common to hand the plate. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I could yeah. see that. Um, I mean, we, we don't even have to get into the whole like not stabbing. We all we already know all that yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. Um, but um, uh, what do, what are some other dining etiquette things you could that you would like to talk about, Chad? Is there anything else on your mind? I mean, there's there's so many different aspects of dining etiquette. Did you? I would, can I ask a question? Actually, did you sure. ever get what sort of personal training did you get as a child? Like, and, and you know, I don't mean to say that your parents were like giving you some sort of like you know dining etiquette training but what, do you remember some things that maybe you were constantly berated about as a kid for because i was certainly constantly finish your my plate. dad finish your plate is a big one that was yes. a big one i'm um, sure you've had some moments where you were sitting at the table for like an hour did you ever do, have to do that so yeah i don't know you don't you seem like you were pretty tr- treated pretty well i've certainly had a few times where it was a finish the plate moment and i find myself at the dining room table an hour later by myself that's okay. definitely happened a couple times. That's never happened to me. Before. Yeah, I can imagine. No. Yeah, you seem like you. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. You seem yep. like you were taken very good care of, Chad. Yeah, like a like a loved puppy almost. That's <laughs> that's how I picture you. Um, what anything that you got? Uh, so finish the plate. That makes sense. Any any anything you got? Like um, which is actually a big one. You know, especially in that's a big dining etiquette thing. For example, in the South, I don't know about mm-hmm. any other places that you've been, but like my, my um, but like if you don't finish the plate. In the South, at least with my family and you know, the Southern people I've I've experienced, it means you don't it, like it. Is, it only means you don't. Well, like you it. slipping on gator piss. There's no such thing as I'm full. It's right. like yo, you don't like it. That's why you didn't right. finish the plate. It's like the 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 fullness is if you tell someone you're full, it always ends with like a, yeah, like a roll eyes, like yeah, all right, you yeah, know, like right. I don't believe you, you. You ain't close enough to diabetes yet. <laughs> yeah they love the yeah. no no there's Come a lot on, of denial Cletus. about the uh high levels of diabetes they don't talk about it <laughs> uh yeah you got my sugar levels real high actually no i could see that i could see that you're right you're right i take it back um <laughs> so that is a thing finishing the plate is certainly offensive now in, what's in, interesting about that though jared say. is the idea of an empty plate finished plate it has different cultural connotations right so like for example in china actually you want to leave a teeny tiny bit left on your plate mm. because what happens is if you do finish your plate, uh, they come back and you keep refilling. More. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. Right. So that's also something to be very aware of. And I would say if you're visiting a new place and you're unsure, you know, if you're out in public, watch what the locals do. You know, this is a, t- a tough question. I understand. But was there anything when you were in um, China that you had to really be careful of as far as uh, like, like had to pay a special note to as far as being in a new dining situation, because obviously, as I mentioned in Czech Republic and Germany, you can walk into those dining situations and not really have to really think about much. 
Right. It's not really much different than the U.S. and the things that are you're aware of. Well, Jared, as, as you are probably in the same boat as I am here, but I'm always hyper aware of where I should sit because I don't want to elbow people being left-handed, right? Ah, uh, yeah. So, and, and I'm only hyper same... aware of it after I find myself in that situation where I'm like, gotcha. oh, God. <laughs> right? <laughs> I should have but, thought about this. And it's the usually trickier, how it goes. Right. And the trickier thing in China, because you when you use chopstick, I mean, your elbow comes out a little bit, you know, because mm-hmm. you're the way you eat it. So, sure. you know, you have to be careful. And some of those spots where we ate at, you know, there wasn't a ton of space. So you had to make sure you really were smart about where you sat. Um, the other thing too is in China, a lot of a lot of meat dishes, the bones are still in the dish. So, so like I, I never really, and I'm not even really sure to be honest with you, like what the correct or proper way to do that is. I don't know if you can just spit out your bones. I would always just, you know, bring like um, like a tissue or 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 something near my mouth and spit it out there and kind of grab it and you know wrap it up and put it on my plate. Yeah, but um, that's kind of gross too, isn't it? If you just have a bunch of napkins with bones wrapped up, but it's not gross in certain. If you were to have like drumsticks or a wings, right. it's not gross to have bones on your plate. Right, but the difference here, Jared, is they cut up the chicken so you're chewing it and then you'll get like bones. Oh, I understand. But, or, but, or but fish I, dishes I, is the same thing. I'm not saying what you're doing is wrong, but I would say it's almost grosser to constantly be spitting bones into napkins and wrapping well, it wasn't, those up. It wasn't constantly. It was, you know, a couple of bones. But All still, right, listen, but I'm, still okay. I see what I'm you're not, saying. I mean, uh, it's, yeah. I'm not um, saying you did anything wrong. Um, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Keep going. <laughs> I mean, another thing that that I just found fascinating was just watching, like, watching Chinese people eat noodles with chopsticks that's what i was gonna bring up yeah. yes <laughs> that, because that is, is a obviously, sight to see as far as um <laughs> as far as um pasta goes whether you're in italy or the u.s the idea of like sucking up your your spaghetti <laughs> is uh, a big faux pas a big no-no right. you know you're supposed to wrap it up and eat it in one go and maybe you suck one little last piece of noodle up <laughs> um lady in the tramp style but but um yeah in china or or not even china and in, in, in most i imagine i think asian countries that are because a lot of asian countries are noodle heavy um mm-hmm. and sort of broth based noodle heavy yeah, <laughs> yeah and um, here's the other thing with with the noodles is um i think i don't remember if this was in japan or china now but they were saying that when you slurp the hot noodles it actually improves the experience because you're also bringing in oxygen like there's like some like ah, foodie it's like a cooling ex- process yeah i see there's some like foodie explanation for justifying slurping up your i noodles. could imagine i could mm-hmm. imagine i still as as a lover of ramen i still struggle to 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 properly slurp and, and it's just my american sensibilities that right. are embarrassed by the idea of slurping. And I've been to, when I was in Toronto, um, they, 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 I, I believe, Toronto, I mean, I, I must, I, I would imagine, has a much larger, like, Asian population than <laughs> Metro Detroit, if right. you could have believed that. Uh, um, and so I'm, the only reason I say that is because I went to multiple uh, ramen places, I remember, where there were, like, Asian people around me. And they were slurping it, obviously, and eating yep. it properly. And it was like, I don't know why I still have this sort of like fear that people will look. I, I think just in general, as someone that first of all it's doesn't know how to really, used to it. 
I, yeah, exactly. I'm not used to it. And in, in general, I also don't even really know how to use chopsticks, even though I do use them. Every time I use them, like I, I, I walk out and it feels like I did like... I don't know. Played uh, 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 at a twenty at a hours of FIFA or something for yeah. We're like see exactly. Like my hand is in pain. I mean, my I hands, don't know how to do it. When I lived in China, Jared, I noticed my hands would start to. It was about the Cramp 10, 15 minute mark of a meal when I would start dropping shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Oh, it was bad. Um, and so, like, the bad. slurping is a big adjustment for me, mm-hmm. and, and it and it is culturally in my head a big block. Even though I'm, I'm a big fan of foods where. It's, you know, that is, you know, the, the etiquette wise, theoretically, the proper way to eat ramen, you know, right. that's how you, that's how, that's how it was intended to be eaten, especially right. since it's a, 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 a chopstick food. You can't really twirl it even if you wanted to. Right. I mean, you could, but it's not really that practical. There was a, a funny video that went viral a couple of years ago of a, of an Asian guy uh, showing a, a hack on how to eat ramen, basically had these huge scissors and he like pulled up oh, the ramen, yeah, 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 cut them. Yeah. Then eat it, grab a bunch more, cut it. He's he's like a famous like YouTuber TikTok guy, and he's sort of like a a, a slightly bigger guy. Yeah, that does a whole bunch. It does videos. I I know who you're talking about. I've seen that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jared, now I want to test one more question. One more question. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to be tested. Just one more question about. Let's hear it. Let's uh, hear it about the etiquette in China. Napkin on the lap. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. And then when you place down your chopsticks. See, I just pulled the chat. I said one more question. This is two mm-hmm. so far. When you placed <laughs> <laughs> the chopsticks mm-hmm. to to wipe off your face, where do you put the chopsticks? Do they stab do, them in the middle of your plate? No, does that's it come the opposite with of maybe like do. a chopstick holder, or do you pl- the nicer like restaurants the will? The nicer okay. restaurants will have like a little thingy that you can place the chopsticks on. A lot of places though, you can just put them Side on the on the bowl or the plate or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, horizontally, not vertically. Um, but yeah, the other thing, not vertically. So yeah. that means you put it this They're way going, on the plate. Yeah. Not horizontally. not up and down. Right. Right. So, it's oh, flat. interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because if it's up and down, Jared. That's what they do f- like for a funeral. Is they put the chopsticks in rice facing vertically? Uh, oh, oh, when I when you okay, I, I see what you're saying. I misunderstood what you meant. I thought you meant on a circular plate, horizontal to you or vertical to you, not horizontally no. meaning down into the. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah I yeah. got you. Yeah, okay. yeah. The other thing though, too, Jared, about dining etiquette in China, if you and we were told this by our 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 supervisor that if a Chinese person invites you to drink, like have a beer, what they do in China is they have lots of toasts throughout the, throughout the meal. Mm. Um, and so basically what they said is if you're going to drink with them, you need to drink with them. Like you can't just have one beer. So you either, you, you, you either you get to start the night either being I drink or I don't drink. Those right. are the only two options. There's you no in between. You start the night <laughs> and then end up shit faced at a KTV with your future boss um, or yeah, you, you don't my, drink and then you go home. My mother has spent some time in Russia. She used to work at a company that was owned by Russians. And, um, that was a constant struggle for her as someone that's not a huge shot, shots of vodka person. Right. Uh, she's more like a, a glass or two of wine kind of person. Right. And so, um, she would always dread like the the ine- literally the inevitable like shot or two that she would quote unquote have to take or or else essentially is sort of like a like a what's wrong with you kind of thing like right <laughs> well you so, not uh, have vodka it's good for you <laughs> and i can only i can only imagine her like doing it and doing like the 
You know where you like shiver right. and <laughs> right make the faces for sure. Um, well, Jared, that is certainly a taboo though in some places. You know, to turn down a, uh, a customary drink or something. For sure. So, Jared, I thought it would be fun um, to wrap up today's episode by testing you on some uh, different rules for different places. Yes. So I'm Listen, going I've to taken give the you... classes. I, 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 that's I've right. already claimed We're that testing I'm... your Jack and Jill skills right here, Jared. He's properly classy. And this is uh, the Jack and Jill international <laughs> version, people, so stay tuned. Right. So, Jared, tell me, what should you never do if you are eating uh, in Italy? Mm, what should you never do if you're eating in Italy? More specifically, after a meal, what should you never do? Pull down your pants and shit on your plate. Well, I would say that goes uh, without saying Listen, in many Chad, countries. What's your, that, that is such a broad question. What do you mean? The, what I said is true. You should not pull down your pants and shit on the plate. What's the problem? That's true. That's just uh, not quite the answer I was looking for. It has to do with a very famous drink that I think many people associate with Italy. Um, uh, uh, one of those aperitif drinks or wine? Those are fine to drink after a meal, Jared. This would be something you don't want to drink after a meal. A, a beverage you don't want to drink after yes. a meal. Prosecco? Okay. I'm Cappuccino. trying to think of they say, oh. they say, Jared, at least Only- in Italian culture, cappuccinos um, impede digestion, is what they That's say. It. I've heard, that actually makes sense, because if, as far as I'm aware, the um, uh, espresso is the post-dinner drink. Right. See? And, and even even coffee is kind of weird. And uh, Italians, I, I've been to some some relatively fancy Italian restaurants. Their their drink process in in itself is a whole thing. Like you right. know, you start with you know, it's like you start with the maybe like the sparkling prosecco, and mm-hmm. then you go to maybe with dinner you'll have some sort of red wine or something, and then after that you have the aperitif. Which is the uh, like a grappa or something, you know, like one of the, like similar to like a slivovica, vicha or whatever, you know, like one of those aperitif sort of like uh, you know like high alcohol sort of shots you take, right. and that sort of clears your palate. Mm-hmm. And then actually, I remember I went to this one place where they had like the sorbet that had like booze in it. Nice. And then after that, you'll have like a maybe like a what what is it like a brandy or something? A and digestive. Then an yep. And so, like, yeah, like, the the liquids in itself is a whole meal. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so right. in Give Italy, some, you don't want to... another wide-open question that I'm going to answer uh, uh, completely terribly. Let me do that for you. What, what you animal do? should you never flip over in China, Jared? What animal should you never... Alive or dead? Well, you're eating it. You don't... Oh, it's on your plate. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's That is considered yeah. bad luck. In That's China. interesting. I wouldn't think of bad luck. I would think it would just be harder to deal with if you once you did that. Yep. So so basically, it's uh, so flipping a whole fish after eating um, one side is considered bad luck as it's associated with a capsized fishing boat. Uh, instead, <laughs> remove the bones. Yes, uh, that's what you, I was about to say. Uh, you if remove you want the to spine. get to the other side. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry style. Yep. But you know what you can do while you're enjoying your fish, Jared, in China. Uh, pull down your pants and shit on the plate. Close. Uh, feel free to burp while you're eating. Okay, that is. <laughs> yeah, uh, these are just too open ended for me to just be able to guess this. But you uh, got but it right. Sense. You got that, it right. Okay, that actually makes me feel good because I did bring that up a little earlier. 
granted i did say fart i don't know how they feel about farting right but that it was china that i was thinking of but i don't want to bring mm-hmm. it up because it did feel like sort of offensive to say if i as because it was to me it was just something i always heard as a kid you know right I'm like i don't, I don't want to just put a country on blast based off of something i heard when i was 12 you know right so jared fine i'll give you something that's a little less open-ended true or false jared in ethiopia they eat off of one giant plate that's true there's an ethiopian restaurant next to me they also are a culture that is um hand and bread based Mm -hmm. so there's not a lot of utensil usage there's a lot of picking up with bread and your hand as well and then you have the i know some some i'm pretty sure the wasn't taste and see by my old apartment wasn't that technically ethiopian i've actually never been there i've never been there never eaten there okay well they also I only had, heard of it's it's lore to me right <laughs> i've they, only heard they, about it in story form they had a bucket <laughs> in the middle of the table for you to like wash your hands is it is a, a bucket thing? per person I thought it was or I as a communal was, bucket. I thought it was a communal one at the table. How quickly does that no longer become a cleaning bucket? I don't know. And just a gross bucket. I, I don't know. I've actually never. I have not been to a lot of Ethiopian restaurants, right. but I do know that they are hand and bread based. Right. So here, let me let me ask you a region it's question. Actually, so for is you, like Jared. a now that I think about it. So is a lot of Indian food as well as hand based and right. bread based, non based, which is mm-hmm. I guess. Oh, non is so good. Oh yeah, dude. Not so I, I'm, I'm a big Indian food plant pl- fan. There's actually a place close to me that I always order from. Honestly, way too much, and it's getting to the point now where I used to order like just enough naan that goes with my meal. And the past mm-hmm. couple times, for no reason, I've just ordered like extra naan, way more than I needed. <laughs> Worth it. Hey, if you ever need help with that naan, bro, hit me up. I will. I will drive I need to a you just buddy. for some naan. That's right. Um, <laughs> So, Jared, what regions or countries mm, okay, uh, in the good. world yes. um, is it impolite to I, pass something or eat something with your left hand? A lot of Middle Eastern countries, a lot of uh, uh, be, um, a lot of ha- well, any sort of culture that's hand based, mm-hmm. like hand eating based, because a lot of those uh, I know India is one of them actually, where it's not yep. good to do that. Now that I think about yep. it, I'm trying to think of another one. I mean, uh, I imagine Ethiopia is probably one of them, too, to be honest with you. Um, uh, but I would say any sort of culture that's, that's heavily hand-based, because a lot of those cultures are uh, also cultures that are, uh, I guess you could call it bidet-based. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they have a whole process for uh, for uh, what hand is used for what. Sort of right. like the same thing as it's super offensive to to reach out to shake with your left hand not yep. just because you don't culturally not just because it's weird to shake with your left hand but because what that hand represents as a tool right so now this it's question like, this is jared, my shit hand essentially i'm giving you my worst hand exactly is what you're saying that's why jared and i always high five with our left hands yeah, elbows. Um, uh, or or good old fist bump yeah, i'm giving but, you yeah. my shit elbow um so jared can you tell me what countries um and or cultures where the uh, generally no one will begin to eat until the eldest at the table eats i mean when i hear that i think i think anything asia because in general as we've talked about asian cultures 
do tend to have a higher respect for um, elders in general. Which was really so funny. I imagine, but I will say this. Once again, I'm going to go back to my Southern family because I, I do feel like the South fits in with a lot of these things. There is, I would say, definitely a culture that the, the elders in the family, they don't make, they don't make their, their food, but whoever is making their plate for them is going to be making their, like they're making their plate first. So the elders in my family, and I imagine a lot of Southern families, the elders will be eating first, and it's like some some son or daughter or whatever is making a plate for grandma, right? And uh, and they're sort of first in line, but they're definitely not making a plate for themselves first, you know? Right. It's like I'm making a plate for grandma. I'm making a plate for my mom, my grandma. Like you're you're everyone is everyone's getting a plate made for them by someone either in a relationship with them or older than them. <laughs> right. Like, it's just a whole like mix of someone else getting your food for you for some reason. I, and, I, that, that is a big cultural thing in, in the South, at least. You know what's funny, though, too, Jared? So I saw a really interesting thing play out when I was in China. We were at this really nice uh, luncheon after a workshop at this uh, super nice middle school. And uh, so we had the president of the school there with us, and then we had the like senior teacher with us. And the funny thing was that the senior teacher was older than the president at the school. And so they were arguing kind of, not really arguing, but they were like, you go first because mm. like he was his boss. It's like so he's a like hierarchy telling you, race. Right. Because he was like telling him like, you're my boss. You need to start. And he's like, well, you're older you're than older. me. So you need to start. <laughs> um, and then it was funny. One of the other teachers made the suggestion. A standoff. Uh, exactly. Well, that, we can call that the Chinese standoff, Jared. Right. Um, but the funny thing was, is then one of the other teachers uh, she kind of butted in and she was like, well, we have these guests here. How about our guests start? And Just so, to break the tie. <laughs> yep, yep. Another funny thing about dining etiquette in China, Jared, is you will, and I had seen this at a couple restaurants I visited in Jinan, you will see people almost get into straight up fights over just who's paying the bill. And when I say that, I mean who is trying to pay the bill. It's not like yes. it's not like they're arguing no you pay no you pay. It's like no I'm going to pay and they like fight to like get well, to the another, cash register first. That's another big etiquette thing in general where it is in a lot of cultures it's real unclassy. Not in the US to be clear. We you know um I'm not but in a lot of cultures especially European at least in my experience it's very unclassy to split the bill. The idea of asking your waiter or waitress or, or whatever, your uh, it's, it's sort of a low class, you know, to be like, hey, right. can you split this up five ways? Right. I had the, I, I had this, but you know, I didn't have any drinks, so t- don't put that on me. Right. That that is not really something she, that she got the extra margaritas. I'm not paying for that. It, really, the move is it's like yeah, you figure this out on your own time and just right. you know, <laughs> just give me the money. And so I, and, but I've experienced at least in the U.S. where. It seems like in in general, I mean, I, listen. I, I've never, I'm not a waiter or waitress, and I haven't waiter waited or waitressed in multiple countries. But at least it seems like in this in the U.S., the systems, the software is made up to be easily split. Like it's made for that, and it's like if you mm-hmm. want to, it's very easy to just go in and like split it out and be like, put this on one check, put this on one check, or like put in percentages for how much each check will will come out as. I don't get the sense that in a lot of other cultures they're as obsessed with making sure you have like a a system where you can very easily split it out because it's like this is not my job to to take you know like 
$6.48 from 12 people, you know? Right. Just, <laughs> like, it's sort of an unclassy thing to do, I would say. Right. And, I, hey, I don't blame them. You know, to some degree, I don't blame them. I think if, if I'm at real real meals with, with my friends, not just... Um, not just like, a, you know, you go to like some sort of schnitzel joint, but if you're at like a proper restaurant, I'm certainly at the point in my life where it's like, I'm not against splitting this, but I'm at the point where like one of us can pay for it and we can split it after the fact. Right. Because I agree, actually, that it is sort of not a good look, good look to be at the at the table of a relatively to nice restaurant being like, uh, you know, trying to split shit up. It's just, yeah, it's not necessary. Yeah, that's fair. No, you need to pay the extra twenty five yeah, cents. I did not have that appet. <laughs> I ate. I know that, that that was an appetizer for the table, but I ate none of it. Okay, just to be clear, I do not like. Well, you passed the ranch sticks. to your left, <laughs> and then everyone else at the table ate it. So we had to order an extra one. Yeah, party foul because I actually saw you uh, knock the bread off the table. We got an extra bread for three dollars that we wouldn't have needed if you didn't knock it off the table. Exactly. Just Exactly. That's so your that's at bread. least 30 cents right there, at least. <laughs> that yeah. is your bread, not my exactly. bread. But yeah, another, uh, I, I will I will leave us with this um, tip, at least in terms of China, and I know other Asian countries, Jared. Um, generally speaking, you want to never serve yourself first. And one thing, the, the, the luncheon or dinner where I saw this, where it kind of really set in for me was I was sitting next to the the president of the of the school where we were having this luncheon at and he was pouring my beer for me like mm. it was so funny like my beer glass would get close to empty and he'd top it off for me and so oh, then, really yeah and so then it i became thought he meant this, he like handed like he's like oh would you like a beer and he poured he would like be like like attending to you like yeah <laughs> so then i started to do that with him as well and it was just kind of fun <laughs> It was, it was a good I mean, time. I would, I would hate that. I would honestly hate that. Honestly, you, you, like you can't really get mad at it because right. you, uh, you understand what's happening. But I would, but personally, in my head, I, it would make me a little mad. I'd be like, "Can you stop doing like, like attending to me like this?" Right. Exactly. Did it? But did it not bother you? Because you just oh, it felt just, like, super weird. Uh, sure, it felt super weird. But that's why I started. I noticed doing if your beer got low because what what would happen is. Uh, it didn't he bother opened he, up a he, beer. How did well, he feel about you doing it back, by the way? He was, well, he, the funny thing was he didn't speak very much English. So he said something to the other teacher and they kind of laughed about it. I mean, he was probably mm, like, this stupid you. American. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, no, he, he was fine with it, you know, but the way it uh -huh. worked was um, we were sitting next to each other and he would get out a beer, like open one. You know, it was in a glass bottle. Pour some in his little cup, pour some in mine. So we were also kind of sharing a beer. Ah, I so, see. You see what I'm saying? I so, see. Yeah. Interesting. Um, that, mm -hmm. that in itself is sort of weird, the idea of sharing a beer, you know? Right. Where it's like, especially in, when you're in a situation where you could easily just have your own. Right. But but I think that sort of idea of, like, like once again, it goes back to the, in general, the Chinese eating culture is a sharing culture. Right. And it sort of just goes back to the idea where it's like, this this sharing of this beer sort of me it means something it mm -hmm. means that we're having a moment we're not just yeah. we're not just sharing a beer we're sharing a beer sharing a in a moment it's a moment yeah. that we're sharing yeah mm -hmm. and so in, in in my American mind I go to like well, why would you just like just how about we just each get our own 
but it has That's very American for nothing sure. to do with the the fact that it's easier or the fact that we can have our own and have more and not have to go back and forth. It's right. like no, this is I'm I'm trying to tell you something by making it clear that we're shit. Like like I'm I'm like I'm letting you know that this is a moment for me too, essentially. Right. I hate to say it, but uh, I definitely got a little tipsy during that luncheon because uh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that shit. Man, you know, well, I actually I struggle a lot. As a, as a kid, if you were to talk to any of my family, my close family, they'll know I'm not a good sharer. I, it's mm. it's just not in in me, and that I don't like surprise it. Surprise me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and and, and I'm, I'm always like, well, how about we just get our own thing? And but um, but but I, I'm trying my hardest to. Uh, One day, to, Jared, I'm taking you with me to Asia. <laughs> where i have to accept it yes <laughs> i'm trying to get better at it because i i, I understand the like the the re, the relation the like the the social aspect of well, it and, and i understand just a whole the social benefit vibe. Of it. it's amazing but i've also been listening to a lot of podcasts recently where people have been talking where they're like listen if i'm in a relationship we you have to be okay with us sh- like me just taking shit off your plate and even right. when i hear that i'm like Ugh, how dare you right <laughs> but i'm like but i get it i get the like how how that like relation wise does add another layer of connection when you have that that sort of food connection so i get it even though it it, it pains me to do it I, i'm trying my hardest to to get better at it cuz i understand that it's bigger than just the, the the food part of it it's like and no, you this can, is, you're making a real relation here and here here's the other thing jared if you if you don't care that much about the relation aspect of it just look at it as you can try three to four times as many dishes as you could otherwise i think my challenges is where it's like i don't you know like you even though i play it off as you're you're uh, uh the picky person <laughs> i'm picky too and so to the me truth comes out to me personally, it's a it's a bigger risk for me than it is for other people because it's like I know what I want and I don't right. want to be in a situation where I get less of what I want because I have to eat other shit that I'm not really that interested in. But that's like fair. and and so th- that that I think that's where it stems from for me where it's like a a pickiness places honestly where it stems from. It's like I know I'm going to like this. I know what's in it. I see and now I'm going to have to give a good bit of it away in the hopes that the other random stuff that other people order is something that I'll be interested in, which I can't guarantee as a picky person. Right. Do you understand that as a picky person? Have yeah. you been in? Oh, 100%. Because okay. you've been in a lot of sharing situations, and you, and you make, and you, I'm not saying you don't love sharing. I, I was going to say you make it seem like you love sharing like you don't. Clearly, you're okay with the idea of sharing. But I imagine you have to understand the challenges of it as a picky person where it's like, I just got to assume that the other people ordering stuff are going to get something that I'm interested in. Well, well Jared, you know, and they're I gonna love was... what I get because I get probably the most uh, like access- accessible thing as a picky person. Right. So mine's definitely going to be ad- eat- eaten by other people, but I can't right. guarantee the same so, thing. So I guess the difference was is I was in a prime position to to just be more open to that sharing type of communal eating because there were so many dishes. I had no idea what they were, no Mm -hmm. idea where to begin. So it was also great to have a lot of these Chinese people order the food for us because they knew this is great here. This is really good here. Uh, This is not so great. Let's order this instead. You know, so uh, I, I will say too, Jared, if it was like, 
like a burger joint, a wing joint, like something like that. Like American food, I think it doesn't quite lend itself to the sharing aspect, I don't think, as much as other cultures, just because well, sure. our food is so damn filling, you know? <laughs> sure. And, and a lot of these, whether it's Italian culture, you know, food culture, or a lot of, or like Chinese food culture, a lot of it is like, is it, the, the way that the food is sort of made, I guess in China, I'd imagine it's like you can order a, a bunch of different meat or vegetable dishes, and then we give you rice as well. So it's very easy to yep. share. Yep. Italian food, it's like, it's a, it's either, you know, it's pizza or it's a whole bunch of giant pasta dishes. Once again, very easy, easy to share things. The right. U.S., it's like burger, you know, or it's like a steak or it's like, a, you know, it's like these aren't shareable things, really. You can't, right. you can't, it's not really easy to go back and forth at like a steak and split it up unless it's pre-cut somehow, which is doable, but it's not really how steak comes in the U.S. for the most part. Right. And so it's like. In general, these foods lend itself to that, which I understand, and which is in general why I'm trying to get better at the sharing because it's like I, I there are certain places where you have to be okay with it. You you can't just well, hey, you, one one of these days, if uh, the numbers start getting a bit lower and it's uh, safer to go actually eat in a restaurant, we should hit up a Korean barbecue place. Yes, do that. that one would be there's awesome. that one in Ann Arbor that I've actually been to before. Um, on um, right down the street from that movie theater. What is that, State or something? I'm not yep. good at streets in Ann Arbor. Or, or is that Liberty? You know what the corner where that movie theater is? Yeah, that, you're talking about the Michigan Theater, The street right? that goes straight down. This, that's not the one that's like parallel to that, but the, the one that goes straight down. If you look at the movie theater right. and you I turn think around, that's, there's a street. Liberty? Yeah, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Whatever, it doesn't but, matter. But yeah, we should, we should I, definitely do you that. You know, I actually, I don't, I like Korean food. I like Korean barbecue food a lot. Let me let's mm-hmm. not get it twisted. Love it. I don't love the process of of make. I, I, it's not going to stop me from going there. I'm not, not so, trying I don't to hate cook it so your much. food that you're paying for. I don't hate it so much where where <laughs> like I wouldn't go there. But like I'm not in love with the idea of making your own food only because like it, it, you have to like it's during the eating process. You're con- like it's not just like a you cook it all and right. then you eat. You're con- like it's a constant thing you're doing, but it's also still it's that social aspect. You know, sure. you get a couple For beers, sure. you're you know, and and yeah. once again, I'm I, I I say this to say I'm not against going to Korean barbecue restaurants because once again, I also do love the food, and um and I and I don't and I love and I, I like the process of it, but I wish it was a process more like where it's just you do it and then you can eat rather than you cook a little, eat a little, cook a little, eat right. a little. It's just not my favorite way to do it, but that's fair. I, I love it, so I'm, 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 I don't, don't. Once, yes, I'm happy to go. Is what I'm saying. And actually, now that I say this, we now that I think about it, I, what I meant to say, we're gonna we, we we if if you're down, which I imagine you are, we can start being a person again as of next yep. week. We'll be full like fully two weeks vaxxed. Yep. yep. We'll be fully be fully vaxxed as of next as of uh, trying next to do a nature time. pod next weekend. Oh right! You just said you're gonna go out to the woods. Listen, if you're going out into the woods, I can't do it, man. No, I have on, a podcast on, we have to do. I can't. <laughs> Here's do it. A, a, no, well, another excuse. <laughs> if you want to go to the woods, I'm happy to. There's, I have no problem doing virtual. It doesn't bother me at all. If 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 you if you want to go into the woods, do it. Also, where where would you think you're going? Maybe I could meet we you. Could, there. We could find a spot near you. Maybe. Uh, sure, sure. Listen. 
We'll figure it out. Now that I think about it, I forgot. I don't want to stop. I just realized that I might be stopping you from you from going on a trip again. I don't want that to happen. I'm happy to do virtual if if you want to travel. Or, or let's meet up somewhere. That's but even We can better. do that too. We can do that too. It is nice to know now that we can as you know be as fully protected as possible and meet each other because um obviously we could have started recording in person before now theoretically but it, right. i felt like virtual has been going well there's no reason why we shouldn't just if wait until broke, we're fully don't fix it exactly why is well, we might as well wait until we're fully fully vaxxed exactly you know? there's no reason not to so exactly. now that we are as of next time we record We'll mm-hmm. have to figure something out for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely have to keep in mind that an outdoor pod needs to be done soon. Oh yeah, I miss for it. Sure. I miss it With, I miss without it. a doubt. Without a doubt. Well, this has been a fun episode, Jared. I I will say though, I do want to do a part two of this at some point because sure. there's a lot of customs from specific countries we didn't talk about today. Um, yes, which is fine, but I think we should definitely do a part two of this because this was a fun one. I'm also very glad that we ate dinner before that. Well, I can't speak for you, but I ate I dinner before actually. this one. You know, it's funny you say that. I ordered pizza during this episode. Nice. There which we go. will be here in about 20 minutes. Oh, are you eating it with your hands <laughs> or with a fork and a knife, Jared? Uh, when it's fork and knife. No, excuse me. When it comes to pizza, first when it first gets here, the first day, mm-hmm. I do it with um, I do it with hands. Okay. But when I reheat it, fork and knife. That's how I do it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Don't want that microwave grease getting on your fingertips. I don't reheat you know? in the microwave. And I, I, I don't want that air fryer I, residue that out, getting on your fingertips. I don't want that out there that I would ever do that. Don't put that out there in the world. <laughs> don't want that brick stone pizza oven <laughs> yes. ashes getting on yeah, your hands, I have a Jerry. built-in. I have, a, I have my own stone oven that I throw That's in right. reheat. How dare you? That's right. I'm classy as we Who went. knows? Maybe we'll have to try to make some... Uh, fireside pizzas uh, if we can make a nature pod happen one of these days that's we can sure. actually do that i 100 percent know how to do that we can that do would that. be that's that a would great be fun. idea that would be fun well let us know what your thoughts are on dining etiquette at untranslatable podcast at gmail.com you can check us out on instagram and youtube untranslatable podcast and also please five star reviews on itunes and stitcher and let us know how we can make this podcast better for you so as we say here at the untranslatable podcast Yekuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya. You're going to have to devour that pizza, my man, after this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And no dinner etiquette need apply when you're at home eating by yourself. Put on those Let's pants with that elastic waistband, my man, Let's and off bad. to the races. Yeah. Is there any rule on drinking wine straight from the bottle? Um, yes, you have to buy the nope. wine glass um, extension that you can pop on the top of it so it at least looks like you're drinking a glass of wine. Or one of those gigantic wine glasses where it's like That's just one bottle. glass. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like the size of your head. That would be great. Dude, I oh, can tell you the gosh. last time I've drank an entire bottle of wine. It's been a while. I could. I could definitely <laughs> tell you the last time I drank an that entire bottle of wine. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs>